What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Daisy J. And today is What's Up Wednesday. So let's get right into it. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Daisy James, the Minute of Enemy Podcast. Hope you guys are having an amazing Wednesday. It's What's Up Wednesday. Let's get right into it. COVID is still here. We're still in the house. I'm going to remind you until we get out of the house. I miss outside. I miss fresh air. Yes, I can go outside and sit on my porch or in my backyard. However, the air from different states is different. Don't question me. Just know what the fuck I'm saying is true. Okay, now that that's over. Hey, y'all. Hey, let's get into this dopeness. Okay. Did we or did we not watch the Clark sisters and Insecure this weekend? Okay, honey, (laughs) I got my life all the way together with both. So let's start off with the Clark sisters, of course. (sighs) Black women, we rock. We are everything. We are just, I don't know. We're just some dope ass beings like... This was, I was waiting on this, okay? This was like so bomb. It was so good. Well put together. Very skeptical of Lifetime at times because how they did Aaliyah and Whitney Houston. I didn't feel both of those. You know, BT did a dope ass job with as far as like telling the new edition story, the Bobby Brown story and all that. Um, But Lifetime did the damn thing and possibly because of all of the dope ass black women that were a part of production, i.e. Queen Latifah, Mary J. Blige. um, I think it was someone else, but it's not coming to me right now. But and of course, the Clark sisters themselves, the director was black. She was dope. Every the production was together. Um, Shout out to Kiara Sheard, girl. You played your mama to a T. You look just like her, like the costumes, the production. Everything was so good. Um, And their mother, rest in peace. Maddie Maddie Moss um, Clark. She. Oh, my God. She. She was so amazing to me in this movie. The actress that played her was just great. And it kind of had a lot of resemblance to what I saw um, when I watched the Madam C.J. Walker um, movie that they had on Netflix starring Tiffany Haddish. Go check that out. It was good. Like, 
it was good. I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen it, but um, it's basically the life story of the Clark sisters. If you're not familiar with who they are, they are basically gospel version of Jackson 5, except better. It's all women. I grew up listening to their songs because y'all know my mom. I don't know if I told you, but my mom sings. And my mom was also um, a part of a singing group for years, choirs, everything. But we've always heard the Clark sisters in my household. Um so we grew up, you know, listening to it and everything. So it was it was crazy to kind of listen to some of this stuff and have memories um, from my childhood kind of float in my head and everything. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, this is really happening, you know. And then insecure, baby, 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 baby. It, I feel like me and Issa, we like we be going through the same shit <laughs> at different times, but the same shit. Oh. I loved it. Insecure opened up with her and my, like her is talking about Molly. Molly is Issa's best friend saying that they didn't fuck with each other no more. <laughs> I've had that conversation too many motherfucking times and I'm just going to drop it here that yo, I'm on a mission in life to be happy and walk in whatever favor God has available to me. If you are not capable of recognizing your gifts, if you're not capable capable of recognizing how wonderful you are, how uniquely made you are, I can't fuck with you. All the friends that I'm friendships that I'm developing and the friends that you know I'm you know speaking into we have great shit going on and we're not, you know, dwelling on the have nots. Okay. That's over. You, you've had ample time to get your life, especially in these thirties, thirties, you know, it could be a le- a blessing or a lesson, but it's up to you to decipher which is which and how you choose to move forward. Like I'm just not with, I know we're going through COVID right now. You know what I'm saying? And that has kind of put like, you know, a bit of a halt on some things, but I'm starting my vision board, which is something I typically do, um, you know, around my birthday anyways. It's just I had a lot of traveling shit going on. So I have time. And then COVID, you know, came and I was like, you might as well just do because I wanted to do a vision board party. And it was like, we can always do it again, but I'm going to get started on my shit now. I need to see what I'm trying to see clearly, speak whatever into existence, make some shit pop. There's no time, you know, to just be settled. I'm rested. I'm ready to work. You know what I'm saying? My friend, she says that I have a Beyonce mindset. Like I have a Beyonce level of like work ethic. And I took that as a compliment. Like that means that I'm going to get somewhere with the determination and how like focused, I'm, you know, I am or how I try to be. I'm going to get it done. I.e., um... I need y'all to, with the other podcasting things, I need y'all to tune in Friday on Facebook Live. I am a part of another podcast. Um, It's dope. It's two um, great young men, which they really older than me, but they young at heart. Anyway, they, um, we have a dope ass podcast together. No name just yet, because this is kind of just started. But so far, this will be our fourth episode live. Um... Which is great because everybody comes from a different walk of life. Um, 
two of us are single or dating rather and um one of the other guy he is married so it is like a different perspective it's the male perspective the female perspective the single man perspective the married man you know what i'm saying like we have it popping um we also have some divorcees and um two of us have been divorced before so it's like a good i call it a good pot of gumbo like we have you know enough to get the job done i say you know answer questions all of that good stuff this week we'll be talking about child support so oh it's gonna be juicy okay and um a few other little topics that we're gonna go over but just tune in five o'clock friday facebook live you can go on to my page and it will be shared and you can watch um from there or you can wait till the show is over while we do the repost and you can catch it then um so support 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 you know what i'm saying i'm all about new things and giving some a shot at least once um having a podcast with guys or gentlemen involved has been kind of a goal for me um i've been trying to do that for the past really two years i've been trying to have like a male co-host or start a show with a male so this literally fell into my lap and i'm grateful to god that it did so anyways um this week i received a crazy ass message and i say it was crazy because it took me down a rabbit hole of ridiculousness and so um basically there was a video sent to me um from a friend um where it was an interview between adam 22 i believe is the guy's name and dame dash okay so basically in the video um the guy was like going adam 22 was saying that kanye west was speaking for like black people or something to that effect and um dame dash got upset about it the video was kind of cuckoo um you know what i'm saying and it was some more people that chimed in on the video um i guess my friend was looking for my perspective and so i just told him that the guy was out of line you know what i'm saying for like saying what he said and then i was like um adam i was like speaking of adam we were talking about adam 22 and i was like he's definitely been hanging out with black people so he feels like he can say stuff in a certain tone because it was a tone of voice that he had when he was speaking to dame dash and i'm not even like a big fan of dame dash either but it was just um the conversation that was being taken place you it's a way you talk to people period and some people they feel like they can say things to a certain group of people and it'd be okay because they have a friend who comes from the same circle blah 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 blah. it's it's just not cool so my friend was like um he was saying that i'm gonna read word for word what he said he said that i told my partner the other day that we will never know in this lifetime um or feel what it's like to have privilege and um he said the thought hurts because we can't manifest that okay and what he the privilege that he's speaking of is like how like white privilege basically and so i told him that i disagree that i feel like We don't need privilege. We are powerful people. The fact that white people want to 
be us is already a display of how powerful we are and that we manifest our greatness and fuel our next move or season from being you know on being black is being black is everything you know what i'm saying and for some of us we just don't have like we don't have the knowledge and we're we're, we haven't tapped into the the energy you know that's needed to fuel like our you know next big thing or whatever and so he was like that he felt where i was coming from but he was saying um being able to view the world um from like their perspective their eyes their standpoint you know without malice towards others and stuff and i was just like i i wouldn't want to do that and i'm gonna tell y'all word for word what i said and i mean what i say i told my friend he is a male i said i apologize i'm sorry um but i don't want to see the world um in a white person's eyes the majority you know they lie cheat steal to get by in life and I have, you know, I have some hardworking, you know, white friends or whatever, Caucasian friends or whatever. I'm not saying all white people, but um, I never want to see shit, you know, from their view. You know, I rule the world because I'm a black educated queen and entrepreneur and I create my own view. Um, I never want to take something from others, uh, you know, the way some of them um, have done and um you know some of them are not unique you know what i'm saying and could never be as innovative you know the way that we are like i know that i'm a, a creative unique person you know what i'm saying and it's not just because i'm black but it, it has a lot to do with my upbringing my parents my grandparents um the things that i saw um yeah i grew up in the hood i grew up in pleasant grove you know what i'm saying um, the projects of Pleasant Grove, you know what I'm saying? Um, and life was not, you know, handed to me on a silver spoon, but my parents worked their ass off to make sure that me and my sister, you know, first of all, knew what hard work looked like. Cause I remember my mom working three damn jobs just to provide, you know what I'm saying? And she's a hardworking woman. She's a hustler. And she put that in me and my sister. And we're going to go get this guap. You know what I'm saying? And I I know I've said in like previous shows that, you know, side note that my financial independence is very important to me. And not being able to take care of myself or take care of my kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a hell to the no. I'm going to figure it out. So what my friend was saying, it just kind of like blew me away like. I wouldn't I wouldn't want what someone else has has and I know that that's like a different like that's a next level a next phase a higher frequency some people don't understand it they literally because of social media they literally sit and look at other people's profiles and they're just like you know why not me uh, you know or stuff like that and I'm like you have the same 24 hours that the next person has you know what I'm saying it's all about how hard are you willing to hustle like how are you willing to go get this bag get this coin you know what I'm saying because if you're not then you don't need it that bad that's why you don't have what they have you know I talk about manifesting I've been talking about manifesting for years you know what I'm saying? We just never really put a label on it. And like I noticed in the past year or so, it's become very commercialized and it's something that it's a fad. Everybody is into it. But it's biblical too. manifesting is in the Bible. Confess, you know, you know, you have the power of um, 
death and life, you know, lies in the power of the tongue. Like you could say some shit, good shit or fucked up shit. And it could go either way. You know what I'm saying? I'm very, very aware, you know, of that. Be careful what you ask for, you know, but careful what you speak into existence because it could very well happen to you. You know what I'm saying? Or people, you know, or whatever. So my friend said, um, I'm saying that I'm um, continue what reading his message. And he says, I'm saying life would be different if black people owned all of their own creations till this day and we you know we owned satellites had our own government side note the power shift would be different but i don't i wouldn't treat white people any different so he's i okay i'm not gonna lie when i read that i was like what do you mean have you never heard of africa okay let me get it let me get that out the way um africa they have their own government you know what i'm saying they um you know there's a lot of greatness that we've things that we've accomplished over there um my one of my friends uh my good friend she said that um like has he never heard of the progress of uh rwanda i'm like girl like i took an african-american studies class in college and i also took like um i can't think of the class but it was like not African studies. It was I took African studies, but it was like African American history. Like it just focused on certain things. African American history. That's what it was. African studies was more like global, like what was going on in Africa. And then African American history was all the great things that happened in America, you know, with black people and everything. I remember we had like a live debate about stuff. That was like the greatest thing that I could have ever done. You know, it wasn't a suggestion by my parents. It was something I did on my own. Um, to educate myself and college, college, y'all, just a side note, you know, to people who have children and, or even just you in general yourself, college is a dope ass experience. You know what I'm saying? Now, I don't like school. I, I just don't, I don't like school. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not that person, but my kids, you know, I put the, I don't necessarily preach to them, but I listen to them. And like whatever it is that they want to do, you know, as far as career and things like that, I let them know like, oh, yeah, you can go to this school and do that. You don't necessarily have to go to a four year college. You can go do this. I want them to have options. I don't want them to feel like, oh, I just got to go here, do four years and then pay this ridiculous amount of money and tuition, blah, 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 blah. When nowadays there are so many other ways to get the job done. I've done both. I went to college and I also went to tech school. And your girl is sitting on some certifications and I have a bomb ass job. I've been in healthcare for over 10 years. I've worked my way from the bottom. I just had to put that out there. But I think that college is dope because it gives you opportunities to take classes like African-American studies and learn stuff that you should have learned in high school. But you know how public schooling is. Anyways, that's that's another rant, you know, but I was just shocked that he wasn't really like I've. <laughs> I feel like, because I was about to get frustrated, I feel like um, he thinks that Africa is that bullshit commercial where the little boy is standing in front of a camera dirty with a fly, like flying around him and shit like that. And that's not Africa. And, you know, it's not. I've seen beautiful images. I've dated people that are from Africa. Africa is rich and beautiful. And I just feel like there was um, 
such a negative that he was kind of like portraying like I feel like he it was a negative you know what I'm saying like he did he doesn't see the bigger picture of what's going on and this bothered me so much that it took you know the energy out of me but I still you know progressed in conversation and I just let him know I well I asked him I was like why would we need a black owned satellite like that does like make this shit make sense for me okay and he said because we are supposed to already have one like any other country on earth and i was i you did some research because that's just the geek in me okay and maybe possibly the journalist in me i'm not saying i'm a journalist but who knows what could happen in the next couple of years um i told him regarding the satellite that there's only four launch capable countries which is you the u.s japan france and the soviet union um, it's not a race thing. It's a resource situation. And I'm not saying that you can't own a satellite, but it has to be for a logical reason. Like make, like give me the understanding. You know what I'm saying? And then he went on to say, um, if not for slavery, we would have an entity of everything on earth due to our creativity blacks are five generations behind now that that made me fall out mature because i totally disagree i feel like yeah slavery happens and they brought you know you know certain people to a certain group of people to america i.e the slaves and you know that was that but that didn't happen um to the people that were left in Africa. They thrived. They continued to move forward. They progressed. They got smarter. They did everything. Even people, the slaves, you know what I'm saying? They, the majority of times when you read about African-American history and you read about different famous slaves, like stuff about like Frederick Douglass, Harriet Tubman, um, even Madam C.J. Walker's parents, like, she was like, I think they were slaves. And then she was like the first generation out of slavery. Look how she changed that. I feel like this woman was 10 times ahead of her time. She was a total business woman. She, her way of thinking um, wasn't to stay, you know, stagnant, be comfortable with where you are. She was on a movement. It went from you know, the hair, I forget what, like a hair glosser or whatever, like a grease to help you grow to hot combs to just all these different products, perms, anything that you could think of. She was just an innovative person. And guess what, baby? She was black, a black woman. Okay. We invented what the stoplight. Um, there's so many things, you know, I could just literally list every single thing that has been like, life-changing or innovative in our culture that was done by a black person so my friend my other friend my best friend she had to narrow it down to like small thinking and that I couldn't get upset with somebody who had a small-minded way of thinking that you know you have to chalk it up to his situation you know what I'm saying I'm not gonna put his business out there of stuff that he's been through but it circumstance has gotten the best of him but i'm gonna say this and i'm I'm, i want you guys to hear me clear especially you know the the black men that are listening you are a king 
and whether or not you believe it, because that's the thing, you have to believe who you are. You know, I, I believe in Daisy J. Daisy J is a queen. She is a powerful queen. She is smart. You know what I'm saying? I speak in third person over myself. I really do. I see things that people don't see for me. And you know what? That's how it should be. But one thing that, you know, I know everybody sees is how great I am. Because either you hate me or you love me. And that's because of my greatness that shines through. And kings, y'all are so powerful. Y'all are capable of doing just crazy amazing things but you got to believe in yourself and you got to be believe beyond whatever it is society your parents whatever they put into you you got to push you forward because that negative shit of i'll never that privilege shit it's not needed man it's not needed in 2020 yes we're going through a pandemic right now but in 2020 do you know how much knowledge is tangible to us there was a time period where we couldn't even go to school and now we have hbcus okay i live where i live at out here in texas we have Barack Obama Academy for young men. Do you do you not understand how great that is? How good that feels? Like, oh my God. Do you do, do you not get it? What's not clicking in your head? We're here. We made it. Now, yeah, it's the people out there that they want to spit on our name. They want to treat us like shit. They want to say that we ain't shit. But guess what? Your perception is your reality. It's up to you on what you think you are. You have to be greater than whatever the situation is. You have to speak positive energy into your life. You know what I'm saying? To me, you want the easy way out. You want it to be easy when you say shit like that. Guess what? It takes hard ass work. And I'm feeling the spirit right now because I'm I'm speaking this into myself. There are times when I feel completely destroyed, depleted. I don't want to deal with shit. And then I have to remember you asked for this life, chick. You asked to be put on these platforms. You spoke this into existence. You put it on that bill, on that, um, that <sighs> you put it on your vision board three years ago that you would have a podcast, that it would be popping, that you would have all these different things going on. So with that comes the hard work. You have to put in the work. Nothing is giving because guess what? Giving ain't always great, okay? I don't want what the next chick got. If anything, I want to congratulate you, fix your crown, whatever it is, speak life into you, speak positivity into you, but I don't want what you got. And it saddens me that my own friend, it's a disappointment, man. It was like a smack in the face that my friend has this fucked up way of thinking. Like, I can't even reel it in. I can't even, like, help him get some type of understanding it just is to me after a certain age it's too late they got to you you know what i'm saying they they got you thinking on a fucked up wave and i can't fuck with it i just can't so that's today's show y'all i also want to remind those if you need help getting food uh mental health you need someone to talk to please reach out to me you can find me on facebook um i have a demanding a better me facebook page i also have um demanding a better me with itch on instagram which is um d 
excuse me, D-A-B-M underscore Daisy underscore J underscore show. You can also reach out to me um Instagram at um I am Daisy J. That is I A M D A C I J. Let me know. I want to help whoever I can help. I have tons of resources, tangible uh, people that are willing to help as well, that want to help and do whatever they can to get you through this, um, through COVID. This is like ridiculous. Things are just, I mean, it's looking up, but it's still tons of people without jobs and mental health. I'm very like, I'm an advocate for mental health because of the shit that I go through with my um, anxiety. And like I said, I don't want you to end your life because you feel like you're not worth it. You are everything. You are greater than this situation. I have a homework assignment for you guys and it helps me and I want it, you know, I want to give it to you and maybe it'll help you get some dry erase markers. If you have a mirror in your bedroom or in your, um, you know, the mirror that's in your bathroom, write nothing but positive affirmations, things that you love about yourself. You know what I'm saying? And every morning, every night, say those things to yourself, whatever it is you're trying to do, you can put your goals down, whatever it is that you're trying to do, move forward within life, write it down, get it on paper, get it out of your head. Cause if you have anxiety, I know exactly where you're coming from, honey, that those thoughts run, they just run for hours. And sometimes you just have to like, okay, We need to check, you know, what this is. So do it. Make yourself feel better. Self-care. I have developed self-care Fridays and Saturdays. Um, Either, you know, you paint your nails or something. I do face masks. I just want you guys to feel, you know, not necessarily like your old selves because it's impossible at this time. But feel good. Have something good going on. Okay, so that's that. Um, I appreciate you for listening, tuning in. You know what I'm saying? I, the listenership is dope. You guys are amazing. Like the numbers are ridiculous. So I appreciate you guys. Please stay tuned for more greatness. Remember to tune in on Friday to at 5 p.m. to the Facebook Live that I'm a part of. Once we get more things situated, I will let you guys know. It's been a pleasure as always. It's your girl, Daisy J. And I'm definitely demanding a better me. Over and out. He brought me through hard trials. He brought me through tribulations.